All right, welcome back, everybody, to this week's edition of American Billiard Radio. My name is Mr. Bond. I'll be your host once again this week. It is February the 16th, 2017, and got a little special treat for you. We're going to be joined by Miss Allison Fisher once again out in New York. How you doing, Allison? Hi, David. I'm doing great. How are you? Uh, not too bad. It's, uh, you know, it's it's kind of cold outside, but I guess that's supposed to be that way, isn't it? Yeah, it's, that's our situation here in New York as well. <laughs> well, what's going on in the big pool scene over there? Well, as I'm sure you know, we just had the big World, uh, world Pool Series. Yeah. Here, um, hosted by Darren Appleton, which was a big success they had a tremendous turnout and i was there for for two of the four days so it was um it was very exciting to see all these amazing players from around the world yeah heck yeah man i can't wait uh, for the the next time yeah absolutely all right now are you uh back in the pool scene are you shooting again yeah, I'm shooting again. I'm playing on uh, Tony Robles' Predator Pro-Am Tour, cool. which okay. has the Empire State Championships coming up at Rack's Pool Room in Long Island. All right. That's always um, that's always an exciting thing for the for the players here. Gets a, a lot of players come from around the tri-state area. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Speaking of, there's a lot of stuff going on uh, in the pool world right about now. Uh, This weekend, actually, I think it starts tonight, the uh, Texas Open, uh, the 44th Texas Open, uh, their 10-ball competition is going off this weekend. We got uh, the World Pool Masters starts up uh, tomorrow. Um, That's going to be just a star-studded event right there uh 16 of the best players from around the world battling it out um i mean shane uh ralph Suquet, david alcade albin francisco jason shaw Niels, like the whole gamut they're all gonna be there it's gonna be hellacious so you guys are probably gonna want to check in on that um the jay swanson's coming up and the NAPT uh, championship, also at hard times out in the West Coast. A lot of pool everywhere, really. Yeah, there's um, there's a lot, there's a lot of things coming up, and this is going to be an exciting time for the World Pool Masters too, with Shane trying to uh, defend his title. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. That's going to be that kind of pressure, you know, that uh, that he's known for either doing really well or not really well. And he did it last time, so maybe he can pull it off again. Have you been keeping up with the uh, uh, episodes of Ronnie O'Sullivan's American Hustle? You know, I saw most of the first episode, but I have to, I have to re-watch it. And I was here in New York when... Um, when he was, when he taping. was here filming, yeah. and I was trying to get the lead on where he was going to be, but I, I couldn't keep up. <laughs> I was I was getting word from from Raj about where they were going next, and yeah, timing never worked out. So, yep, no, that's funny. Have you seen all the episodes so far? I've only seen two of them. 
I've only seen the New York episode and the uh, the Chicago episode. They did a great job on it. They really did. Those are the only two that I held so far, right? No, they actually. I wanna. I think. I'm, there's at least the third one is already out, if not the fourth one too. I think they already because oh, okay. there was just one a week for the last several weeks. So I'm, I'm not positive, but I think that the, all four of them might already be out there. But uh, they're going to be good. If you guys haven't seen him, go on the internet and look into Ronnie O'Sullivan's American Hustle. He comes to the United States and visits four different cities and and does some hanging with the locals and some of the local stuff. It's pretty it's pretty good show. It's pretty good show. Oh yeah, and, they have him like match up with the top player or you know one of the one yeah. of the local local greats. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, no, it's the, the premise is fun. It really is. You know what else is going on or coming up? I guess I should say coming up at the Carom Room in Beloit. There is going to be a gigantic money match. What do you know about oh, yeah. that? I mean, last I heard, it was going to be $200,000 on the line. Two, That's incredible. Yeah, $200,000. I mean, wow. They're going to play a race to 40, one pocket. That's going to be incredible. Uh huh, and it's gonna take a long time. <laughs> it's gonna take a long time. Race to forty in one pocket, and, it's and gonna, that's um. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be what uh, three days or four days? They've they're they're setting aside three days for it. The March the second through the fifth, and it will be streamed. It, it will be a free stream, as a matter of fact. So. Uh, it'll be easy to, you know, check in as the progress goes. You know what I mean? Have you been to the camera room? I have not, and I'm kind of ashamed of myself because I only live about an hour or a little over an hour away. Yeah, I know. I figured you'd have been there. I know, but already. I'm already. I'm going for this. I'm going up there. Oh, you better. You better. I really am. Um, we might even do some interviews and stuff while we're up there too. So. For you listeners out I'm there, I'm sure everyone's gonna come out come out of the woodwork for that. Yeah, that is gonna be something else. I mean, wow. Uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. So keep your eyes peeled, ladies and gentlemen, for that one. There's gonna be a free stream at ontherailtv.com. Like I said, March second to the fifth. Mark your calendar. Two hundred thousand dollars on the line. One. Man versus one man. That's so, a massive moolah. Uh, yeah, somebody's walking away really, really happy. <laughs> really yeah, happy. Yeah, that's for sure. And somebody's gonna walk away really upset. It's gonna be, it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting. And I mean, Dennis has been. I mean, we saw what he did at the Derby. Yeah, absolutely. I don't even know if I mentioned it. Scott Frost versus Dennis Orcoyo. I don't know if I even mentioned that. Sorry. Uh, yeah, Scott Frost and Dennis are going to go at it. And two of the best one-pocket players, you know, really in America at this point. So it's just, wow. I can't even wait. I'm excited about it. But um, Speaking of excited, you know, I also have to tell the listeners a little bit. Uh, we are now actually, as we speak, in a new studio, new studio location here. 
I'm still unpacking boxes and equipment and stuff so the room doesn't sound like it's supposed to but it's exciting news for us that uh, we'll have a new location to bring you shows from now on and we have lots of good stuff to look forward to so stay tuned as they say you know very cool that's great news yeah it's great news and speaking of great news Allison Fisher is going to be on the show with us a little more often and we also have another guest that's going to be on the show you got it that's the plan I'm uh, yeah definitely looking to do some more in-person interviews here in New York as as uh as time allows. Yeah, absolutely. And maybe for the next uh, World Pool Series, we can we can get an interview going with some of the players there. Absolutely, absolutely. We're definitely going to be covering that event. Uh, we're the official radio program of the World Pool Series, so you can count on getting coverage here. That's a fact. Um, what else do I have to tell you? Uh, na 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 na. Oh, yes. Our next guest tonight, Miss Melinda Bailey, is going to be with us. She's going to be sharing oh, some of her awesome. uh, yeah, some of her pool philosophy with us. And uh, she's also going to be try, uh, try to be joining us on a, a, a little more regular basis as well. So we are happy. Oh, very cool. Yeah, we're happy to have the, you uh, ladies on board with us. And we look forward to hearing from you as much as we can. All right, Allison. Well, I'm going to let you get back to it uh, so you can go play some more pool. Thanks for joining us, and we look forward to hearing from you again soon. All right, David. Sounds great. I'm looking forward to being back on the show, and thanks for having me. Cool. All right, everybody. We'll be right back with Melinda Bailey right after this. Welcome back, everybody. Got a special guest with us today, Miss Melinda Bailey, down in the great state of Texas. She's going to be joining us from time to time, sharing some of her pool thoughts with us. How you doing, Melinda? I'm doing good. Hi, everybody. How's uh, the Omega Tour going? Oh, it's going great. This is our fifth year, and fifth year. busy, busy. We've added two. Yeah, we've added two more stops this year. We have more money added. We're uh, we're moving and shaking for sure. Yeah, awesome. Well, and the pool scene in yeah. Texas has always uh, been pretty strong, so that's awesome. Got a lot of players. Yes. Lots of players. And it's nice to have a, yes, and I, I was going to say it's nice to have a, a, a tour in the Dallas-Fort Worth area because there's a lot of players up here. Yeah, so, heck yeah, man. And it's very nice. Heck yeah. Well, and, and I'm sure that that keeps you busy with all that, uh, all the organizational stuff and everything else, so... It's uh, yeah, very busy. We want to thank you for being a supporter of the game. No, <laughs> for all those thanked, you know, unthanked people out there that make tours and tournaments happen. It's good stuff, man. It's good stuff. So yeah, I appreciate that. You're a writer, uh, you know, sort of, kind of. There, you do the, your your pool uh, thoughts in the form of this blog. Uh, and yes. I, you know, you surprised me when you told me how many times or how much you wrote in there. I didn't realize that. So, um, yes, yeah, so gonna get to share some of that a, stuff. A, I actually have a personal goal to write 
10 to 15, at least 10 to 15 blog articles every month. Wow. So, like, if, you know, so if the 20th of the month comes come, and I only, like, have written 20, I mean, uh, five, I'm, like, every day for, like, <laughs> the next five days, I'm, like, writing stuff. <laughs> No, I keep a I keep a whole list of things I want to write about all the time. So uh, that's funny. Yeah, I, that must mean that you're a good typist, then. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> it's one of the classes I wish I would have taken in high school. Yeah, me too. Or me college too. was typing, and I did not. <laughs> oh man, that yeah. See, I would probably write a little more, but I I type so awfully that it's it's it takes forever, you know, it, uh, it, yeah. and I'm not a patient person. So, well, cool, cool. What's now you've got this running blog. Tell us about your blog. Okay. It's uh well, the, the main title of it is pool is a journey, right. which as we know, pool really is a journey. Yeah. And, um, it's uh pool journey dot dot com. No, I've never paid for a domain name. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually been, uh, the pool, the, the blog is actually, been out since 2008. I've been writing mm-hmm. since 2008, at least for everyone to see. I blogged a couple years uh, just as an online diary and uh, then finally made the, the leap to let people read it. And then the more that people read it, the more they said I should open it. And it's been all downhill ever since. <laughs> <laughs> now no. I tend to write about everything. <laughs> no, well, that's cool. That's cool because, uh, you know, you're in it. This is not you know, we're not talking about somebody uh, that doesn't know anything about pool. Obviously, you're involved with it very heavily and have been for a long time. So uh, right. I find and I, and I think, I, that's I think, a valuable perspective. No, I, I was just saying uh, that's I find that that's a valuable, per- valuable perspective to get. You know what I mean? People that have been there and done it. Yeah. And, and that goes along right. What I was thinking was that, um, you know, when I started the, the blog, I wasn't very good at pool. And mm. so my game has transformed to someone ah, who, there you, go. you know, didn't have very good fundamentals and didn't follow through well and didn't stay down on their shots and was lucky to last until Sunday in the women's event <laughs> to now, you know, being a national and state champion. And so the progression to see someone in the last, you know, 10 years or whatever online is is pretty cool because I definitely see things in a different perspective now and have sure. a different view of things. and like to share a lot of things. Yeah. Well, for you, in the beginning, I in the beginning I was kind of like, oh, this is where I played, and this is who I played, and this is why I dogged it, you know. And now I'm all, this is what I learned, <laughs> you know. Yeah. This yeah. Is why this happened, you know. Well, and it is a journey, like you said. That for you, very, it has been very much a journey going from not yes. playing to being a tournament promoter, um, and. And it also parallels so many other people that play this game. It's the same, you know what I mean? They There's that right. discovery, then there's that upward thing, you know, where you go from just being a banger to, to knowing a little bit about the game and meeting the players and knowing how the whole thing works. And it's a, it's, it is, it has been for myself too. Very interesting. Yeah. Uh, it all changed when yeah. I, when I came to Chicago, uh, the culture, the history, all of it. Um, it, it's interesting. Let me just throw this in real quick, just because it, I just thought of it, and it totally reminded me of what you, you're, you're talking about here. I'm, I'm going through some paperwork, uh, stacks of paper and books and stuff from the Billiard, Billiard Museum collection, and of, about, gosh, it's almost been 10 years ago, I had decided at that point I was going to write a book. 
about uh, pool and the history of pool in Chicago and blah, blah, blah. And digging through my papers yesterday, I came across my very first outline that I had ever written up about my concept behind this book. It was just a scrap of paper. Wow. Yeah, and I and I and it was the same sort of thing where I looked back and I thought, "Wow. You know, <laughs> what what I knew now or what I know now compared to what I knew then." And you could you could just reading down the outline, you could almost hear the curiosity in the outline where it was like you could tell where I was going to go with this because it, all this knowledge out there, all this discovery to be made, and and like you said, you reflect back on it, and it's like, dang, what a journey that was. So, what did you write about this week? I'm sorry. What did you write about this week? Well, this week I, uh, I'm trying to think what I wrote about this week. <laughs> um, it's actually a funny story that something happened with the Omega, um, but I kind of wanted to talk about something else if that's okay hey, whatever it's, been, it's up to you important on my mind actually um and it and, and i actually went through my blog to see it and it i wrote about it on december 1st um but it's called water and exhaustion and it's something that i didn't know years ago or maybe if i did i didn't really understand just how helpful it was sure. but uh what i'm recognizing because i i do run the omega tour and i have run it <clears throat> for uh five years now and so you see these players playing all day Saturday, and then you see them playing all day Sunday. Mm-hmm. And really, the players that kind of last toward the end are the ones that are hydrated. Right. And it seems so obvious, and it seems like something that everyone would know. But for whatever reason, um, people kind of forget that, yeah. and players forget that. And, you know, they're just busy you know, trying to rest, or they're busy socializing, or they're busy trying to get into focus, or whatever it is. And they kind of forget to drink water. Yeah. And I've seen it, you know, I've, I see, let's see, uh, eight to 12 tournaments a year of the best players in DFW. And so I've seen this a lot in the last five years that the yeah. player that is the hydrated the most wins. Hmm. And so it's, it's actually really difficult for me as a tournament director because I'm not supposed to help the players. I'm not supposed to, right. you know, yeah. play favoritism or anything like that. But there's been a couple times where a player, let's say, they'll have just finished the match and they, they st- they're still in the tournaments late on Sunday. And they're like, man, I'm so tired, you know. And I'm like, you know, maybe you should get some water. <laughs> you yeah. know, like, yeah. Yeah. I'm not trying to help them. But um, at one of the tournaments last year, someone said, God, I'm so exhausted. And I said, well, you know, what I've noticed is whoever, you know, is, is hydrated the most, you know, and usually with water, they do the best. And he's, oh, my God, that's a good idea. And he ran to the bar and he got himself some water. And he ended up double-dipping the, the guy in the finals. And I'm not saying that's why he won, but I'm saying that I could tell, you know, yeah. it really is who is less tired, who is less exhausted, right. who does the best. Right. And so, um, you know, there's a lot of facets to that. And one is, of course, um, you know, a lot of people do drink when they play, and that's actually a dehydration, as we know, right. not a hydration. Um, we also know that, or at least Dr. Oz says this, and I know it's true, I joke about it, but it's true, that um, dehydration also causes you to lose focus. Absolutely. So drinking more water, actually, yeah. More, and so it's, it's funny, because it seems so obvious, yet I didn't, I didn't really know this, you know? Right. Or I didn't really see it, I guess, until I started running a Bay Omega tour and seeing all these players and right. just noticing who's yeah. the least tired, 
was winning. You huh. know, because at that point, at the on Sunday, really, it's it's the cream of the crop that's coming out on Sunday. Yeah. You know, we start with ninety. We have twenty four players left. But the afternoon, all the players are good. All you know. Yeah. Everyone always thinks we get done about six or you know, six or seven, and no, all the matches start being hill hill, and then the finals is you know it's a true double elimination, both hill hill. It's kind of weird, but all these good players are playing and just playing and playing, and they're exhausted. You know, they played yeah. all day Saturday. They played all day Sunday. Yeah. And it really is who, so it's not to say that, you know, they're, they're all both, they're all, I wouldn't say they're all the same caliber, but they kind of are, but it's the ones that are the less, the less high or the most hydrated yeah. that tend yeah. to come out on top. Yeah. Well, that makes perfect sense. You know, I, I, I understand cause I've been in that situation where you, you, you feel like psychologically you're just standing around in a room all day, or maybe you're just sitting around in a room all day. And so you don't feel like, point. you know, like you've been out chopping wood or something. So it doesn't naturally occur to you to stay hydrated and whatnot. But right. certainly I can attest to that eating, um, keeping your calories regular and keeping your hydration up. Definitely a good key to focus right. for sure. It's easy to get distracted in an event like that. Yeah, because when you, if you think about it, when if, let's put ourselves, okay, you and I are playing each other on Sunday night. We're playing for fourth place, and we're tired. Do you really think that we're sitting there going, I should go get a glass of water? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just not something. Yeah. It's, I mean, I do it because I'm seeing, like when I play in December, I played in the Overkeys Ladies Tour in December. I drank so much water. I I mean, I was having to take bathroom <laughs> breaks more, you know, in between the matches more than I'm supposed to. Yeah. But I knew that that was key, and I and I'm not saying that's why I got second, but I am saying that yeah. that because I was aware of it, Absolutely. that's why I knew to have water. Whereas sometimes when you're tired, you just don't know why you're tired. You think you're tired. Well, I played pool all day. I'm mentally exhausted. All this stuff. And right. right. And and what I've seen. Um, but I, I don't want to say it's proof, but what I've seen is is uh, when someone goes and gets that glass of water, because I'll do that sometimes. I'm like, wow, they look dehydrated, so I'll just sneak over and here you, you hear some water. Oh, thanks, you know, not realizing that, <laughs> that it's really <laughs> yeah. going to help them. Yeah, you know, like I said, I have to be careful about not helping players, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. But still, I've seen it. No. I've seen it a lot. That's a good tip. That's that's good information right there. It is because, like I said, and, and I'm one of. Go ahead. It's easy to get distracted. There's so much going on. You know, it you're really worried is. about brackets. You're worried about your opponents. You're worried about anything else. Probably the last thing on your mind right. is, you know, how many cups have I had right. today kind of thing. But cool. Exactly. And someone like me who drinks a lot of Diet Coke, you know, that's actually um, a dehydration yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. So I actually switch over to water when I'm playing tournaments. Right. So right. It's something. And I remember a long time ago, for me, a long time ago. <laughs> So 15, 20 years ago, I was playing in Vegas, and I was I lasted, I think, the third day, so it was on a Monday. And I'll never forget this girl. She was, we were all ex just exhausted. We've been playing, because once you make, once you pass through Saturday and Sunday, then you're, you're playing all day Monday and then all day Tuesday. And it was like late in the day on Monday, and she, you know, she was a small, spunky little girl, you know, and, and uh, she says, you know, at this point, it's whoever's less exhausted. And I was like, what are you talking about? You know, like, <laughs> but she was absolutely right. Now I didn't learn from that until 15 years later, but yeah. it was interesting that, you know, that I think a lot of people that, you know, maybe compete more that they uh, know oh, this yeah. already probably. Oh but yeah, most definitely. I also, but I also feel that, you know, cause like tennis players, they know it, 
you know, baseball players, I know it. But if you, you know, like you said, if you're just sitting around all day, you think, you know, you're just tired from that, but... Yeah, you did, uh, right. You don't. Out. Yeah, you don't think of it as the, the same kind of work. So it's not. You know, it's not what's right. on your mind. So cool. Well, that's Absolutely. a good tip there, Melinda. Good thoughts, man. Appreciate it. Yes, and I, I'm a. It's a huge proponent. I, I just, I can't. It's like the thing that's most on my mind when I watch these tournaments now. Mm-hmm. And again, that uh, that was from December first. I wrote about it, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, actually, I've written about it. Probably three or four times, but that's that's the most recent one. Good hydration and good shoes. That's <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be standing up and you know flats all day. That's a terrible idea. Yeah. But cool. All right. Well, um, if you could please send us some warm weather up this direction, I would really appreciate it. Uh, I'll try. You know, just <laughs> take the fan out into the yard and just point it kind of north northeast a little bit there. So. Well, I'm not working Thursday because it's my birthday. Oh yes, happy so, birthday! Uh, yeah, yeah. You so are you to send you some warm weather. You you are 22 now, is that right? 23. 23. Okay, sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I had to make sure I got that correct. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah, I had hibachi last night. And I oh, planned to have yeah. mm-hmm. uh, Texas Day Brazil, which is the place where they carve the meat for you. At your table. Oh boy! Forget what that's called. That's going to be Friday, and mm. got to have steak some other night. I don't know. I'm going to celebrate week long if I can. <sighs> yeah. What are you spoiled or something? I mean, holy. I know, holy. right? Yeah. You're well. Someone... You're lucky that I don't live closer, or else I'd be <laughs> be over there pestering <laughs> you. But take me to Julio's, Melinda. Come on, let's go. Right. That's a good place too. Yeah. Well, they fortunately, you know, I'm going to bore the listeners for 30 more seconds. Um, Uncle Julio's is a Texas establishment, and they finally, I mean, it's been several years now, but they finally opened some locations here in Chicago. And did they? Yeah, they did. And uh, and there's actually a Papa Doe, too. Oh, man. Really? Yeah. You want to talk about uh, permagrin? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I went in there and and then told these guys, you know, oh my God, I used to live by Houston and and I haven't gotten to eat either of these two foods and you know, over a decade, you know, I can't tell. I wanted to hug this waitress and she's kind of weirded out, you know. <laughs> no, please, please, you don't understand, you know. But it was fantastic, Melinda. Listen to this. I go in there, and I and I tell them, oh yeah, I'm a big fan from back in Texas, and they said, oh well, hell, half the crew. Is from Texas. They came up here to open the restaurant. Really? You know, yeah. So uh, <laughs> cool. I'm, just, you know, just kind of. Oh well, that's cool. So a, a couple of the other waiters and waitresses came over just to say hi because they knew it was somebody <laughs> from the area, right? Um, I'm having this wonderful dinner and I'm thinking, well, you know, this is great. I'm gonna get to eat at one of my favorite restaurants now in Chicagoland. And this, the very our actual waitress came back by, tripped with a tray full of drinks. And landed it on me. <laughs> nice. Yeah. The, uh, uh, I mean, fortunately, it was she was taking the tray of water glasses to somebody who had just come in, so it wasn't margaritas and beer or anything. But uh, <laughs> I mean, That's pretty funny. oh, it was the funniest thing. I laughed about it, you know, because it was cold, and I was, you know, woo! Oh my God, you just spilled water all over me, kind of thing. <laughs> 
where's the chips and salsa? <laughs> yeah, the poor girl. She probably wanted to crawl under the table. You know what I mean? I, I, she had to have felt yeah. awful, obviously. But I didn't make, you know, a stink about it or anything. I, you know, she offered to buy us dinner. And I said, no, don't worry about it. You know, accidents yeah. happen, that kind of thing. And one of the guys next to us leaned over and he said, wow, I can't believe you were such a good sport about it. And <laughs> I said, hey, I've been there, you know, I've been the guy that trips with the glass before, so uh, <laughs> she's probably going to go home and die tonight, so it's okay. <laughs> anyway, that's my dinner in Texas story, guys, all right, so. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, thank you for joining <laughs> us, Melinda, and we're going to be looking forward uh, to talking to you again soon, hopefully. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait for the additional talks. I hope, I hope uh, people get some tips out of them that'll help their pool game that I wish I would have known a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. There you go. If we can help in some way, then you know what? We're, we're not useless human beings. So. That's right. Alright, well you take care guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks Melinda. And we'll catch you guys here next week. Right here on American... Bye everyone. Bye! On American Billiard Radio. Bye.